Thank you, paper boy. <laughs> paper, yeah. <laughs> paper, yeah. It's our time. One love. <laughs> paper, yeah. <laughs> paper, yeah. One love. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. One love. <laughs> paper, yeah. Listen, we are going to talk about we're gonna have an amazing show this morning. I hope y'all are ready. We're gonna have an amazing show. Also doing the Paperboy Prince podcast right now. Um, we're gonna talk about making love and not war. War is big business. We're gonna talk about spreading love. <laughs> Paper, yeah. We're gonna talk about love. It's the main thing. I'm spreading love to the community. I'm on a block. I'm spreading unity. I'm being positive. What they gonna do to me? Waving at this isn't new to me. I'm in a trap. I'm spreading love. I'm in a hood. I'm giving out hugs. I'm with your friends. They want some love. They need some more. This ain't enough. Ha <laughs> paper, yeah. What did I say? Spreading love. How did I say it? Uh, man, that's one of my hardest songs. Spreading love. That was like a new portal. So I'm gonna get back to the spreading love bag. Um, but so we're going to talk about the the a lot of stuff today. <laughs> Paper, yeah. As always, the Paperboy Prince podcast is on all platforms, and we also are doing it here on IG Live for the time. Um, going to be potentially switching to some other platforms soon too. But listen, I'm so excited for our topic today uh, because. You know, a lot of times I don't have the chance to talk about this stuff. Paper, <laughs> yeah, I don't have the chance to talk about it because it's just out of, it's like I'm talking about the stuff out of nowhere. But today we're going to talk about it. First off, we have merch at paperboyprints.com. So go to paperboyprints.com, click merch, or go to paperboyprints.shop, cop the merch. It's going to a good cause. Second thing, the Love Gallery, yo. We got some big things planned with the Love Gallery event, so stop on by some fresh fashion. Mutual aid, if you wanna join our uh, food giveaways that we do, our food distributions, if you wanna you know, help out um, with our community cleanups, our works with housing, if you wanna do any of that, hit us up, okay? Hit us up, you can just go to volunteer on paperwayprints.com and the campaign is heating up right now. So I've delayed it as much as I could, uh, but now it's time that we, we get back to taking over the world, all right? So it's time. If you wanna join the campaign and if you're serious about it, uh, hit us up, DM me. Um, okay, let's pray and let's get into this episode. It's gonna be a great episode. Ha-ha, paper, yeah. They said that we couldn't do it, but you see we did. Not a daddy, but the politician, my kids. Hollow the water, I look like a squid. You got us on a ballot, now we about to win. Over your head, like some overhead lighting. Giving out hugs and kisses, no, I'm not fighting. I'm running love it. All right, let's get into it. Um, ha-ha, paper, yeah. Now, uh, oh, I wanted to start out with a prayer. We did that in the last episode. I thought that was fun. So let's do it again. Um, we ask you, Lord, for an amazing show today. Uh, so much fun.
fun, so much positivity, so much good energy, so much good vibes. We ask that everyone that hears this is blessed. We ask that everyone that is a friend or a family member or just uh, a fan of the show is blessed and that their lives are changed for the better. Um, help to change the world in a positive way. Help our influence to be of love, not of negativity. Um, help to make this major, help to make this podcast major, this specific episode major, so that we are able to help more people, reach more people, spread more love. Um, help everyone that is listening to this and whatever they're doing to be the greatest version of that or the equivalent. Okay, in your name I pray, amen. Are y'all ready? Are y'all ready for the show? <laughs> Paper, yeah, let's do it. Okay, I'm gonna, this this one I'm gonna interact with the chat some. So, um, so we're gonna get into it. All right, enough of the d dilly dallying, let's get into it. And I, I, I you know, uh, the real ones are here at this point. So basically we're gonna talk about how war is big business for America. Now, and I'm gonna break that down in many ways and we're gonna go through the points here. Uh, listen, one of the ways war is big business is, uh, it just is. Now. I want to start this by saying it's very sad that innocent people are dying that are going to have to die. Um, it's sad. It's sad that folks are that we've come to this point. That does not make me happy. Um, you know, war is always going on. And we're going to talk about what I mean by that as we progress in this episode. But it's sad that they do it under the tagline of war in this way and that people are dying. Now, now, when I say the tagline of war, you got to understand. Wars are branded. All right. There's so many wars that happen. And the, the first way that they start with wars the first way that they start with wars, <laughs> paper, yeah, is by the branding. All right, the same way how like like a major storm has a uh, a major like storm they call it Hurricane Sandy or something, right? Or something like that. It has a name for it, a major virus, right? Coronavirus. Uh, oops, shouldn't have said that. Um, <laughs> you know. Any name, right? It's the brand. Same thing with war. War War One, War World Two, the Cold War, the Civil War, uh, the Battle of whatever. It gets a name. It gets branded. All right. All of this stuff is planned. So my point in saying that is that. War is always going on around us, but there's a reason, the first place you have to start to understand these things, there's a reason why um, they specifically start calling and brandishing something a war. Now, 
like something like a bomb. It makes it pretty obvious. Right? A bomb dropped, homie. Like, we at war. Um, but, you know, there was the war on terror, right? Another brand name for war that they were able to do a lot under. That's a whole other episode. Ha-ha uh, <laughs> paper, yeah. You see the ha-ha paper, yeah. It's keeping it light. Ha-ha <laughs> paper, yeah. The war on terror. That's a whole other one, right? But there were bombs consistently going off there. Um, and it wasn't considered as serious as a war or it was as far as I'm talking about abroad. Um, because you got to remember in other countries, there's a whole different types of unrest and things that are happening. So, yes, bombs might drop, but there's a reason that, oh, now when bombs dropped here, this is considered war. And when bombs drop here, this isn't considered war. When gun, yes, gunshots are happening, but there's a reason when gunshots, gunshots are happening here, this is considered a war, but gunshots are happening here. This isn't considered a war. I hope y'all are reading between the lines. Um, and there's so many lines to be read between. So we're going to try to break it down. That's why I love having the podcast platform. This allows me to finally speak on these things. And like when people want to point the finger and say, hey, you haven't talked about this or that. I'm like, you need to listen to the ha paper. Yeah. You need to listen to the ha paper. Yeah. Paperboy Prince podcast on all platforms because this is where we're going to actually have the time to break it down. So again, this was supposed to be the part where I talk about it's very sad that innocent people have to die or that innocent people are dying. That is sad and I don't want to trivialize that at all. That means something and that's the whole reason that we do that what we do. That's why we spread in love to the community. Why, why are we on the block? We spread in unity. We being positive. What you going to do to me? Like that's exactly why we're doing what we're doing. Uh, because we want, we uh, don't like to see these things happening. And that's why we're breaking this down so more folks are aware of what's happening and are able to call it out and really nip it in the bud. Because once the, the, the ball gets rolling, there's so many balls. Listen, there's so many balls that are rolling. And, uh, you know, this is really just the tip of the iceberg. Um, so, again, the first part where war starts is when they brand a war. You got to look at how they brand it. You got to look at who is branding it. You got to look at why they're branding it. And you have to look at when they're branding the war. Um, so that's the first part that it starts. And a lot of people don't acknowledge that. They don't tell you that. Um, you know, they kind of like start to like hype it up like a, a Tyson fight. They hype it up like a Mayweather fight. They hype it up like a Jake Paul fight, right? Um, a, uh, you know, something, a Layla Ali fight for our ladies out there. They, they hype it up beforehand to kind of get you desensitized that, oh, this is going to be the branding for the war. This is the parameters. This is the, in this corner, we got this and this and they're, they're breaking it down. This, it's really like, this is really what's happening. Um, a second part is this, uh, a large part of war is psychological warfare, you know? Um, so we are at war and it is just, the main part of it is, isn't so much the people that pass away, which is a really bad thing. 
Oh my gosh, I want to stop talking about this. Why am I even doing this? Uh, <laughs> it's a really bad thing, but the other effect is the people that have to live with it, right? And, and all of the effects of it and everything that's happening and um, that have to go through this stuff, whether it's less food at, a, at grocery stores, whether it's less water, whether it's schools being closed, whatever it is, the, the things that, that um, you, know, you know what I mean? Whether it's like lockdowns or drafts or whatever that people have to live through based on it, it's very traumatizing. The stuff is really like sad and, and, and traumatizing. And like that is a part of the psychological warfare, you know? Like if you could look at the stuff that's been happening since the beginning of time, what they would do would be like, you know, they talk about the whole other part of it is the spoils and what they do to the, the taking the spoils and all of the things that are left over. Um, and it's like, man, all of this stuff is in our head. So a big part of it is like what's happening in our head. Uh, and we have to, we have to nip a lot of that in the bud too and, and be able to see through that and not allow those things to happen and not be in a position for these things to even be happen, happening. <laughs> Paper, yeah, I hope, I hope this is all making sense to everybody that's out there listening. I, I, I really hope that this is, this is making sense, you know? Um, yeah, so a, a lot of us don't know it. We've, we've been at war, a lot of us don't know it. It's, it's mental, you know? It's a thing that's going on in your head. So that part is, that part is wild. Even the fact that we're all the way over here we're all the way in America. Well, I am. I don't know where you are. Uh, but I'm in America. And, you know, a large part of even the stuff that they're feeding and sending and showing me as far as media, timeline, and all this stuff. And this is why I've been trying to unplug. Uh, like, fake unplug. Because I, I have to be... I, well, I am plugged in for what I do. But... Most of the stuff that they're showing me is stuff around the war, around the branding of the war, like I was talking about. They're trying to hype it up, you know, uh, talk about it to make us care, you know, uh, and we are living in a whole, our own world. We're living in our own world, man. <laughs> Paper, yeah, we're living in our own world, you know, so. Okay. I think uh, I've made that, I think that made that really clear, you know, about it being a, a mental thing and nowadays the crazy part is, right, there isn't like, now granted, I am not in the military, I have never lived in a place, thank the Lord, I've never lived in a place where it's been war-torn war in the most stereotypical sense. Um, never lived through that. And I hope that I never will have to. And I am manifesting that I never will have to. Uh, but 
which is the crazy thing though. I know so much about war and I think about it and it feels like a reality in my life, but I've never lived in a place that's war torn. But it feels like a reality. Is this trippy? I don't know. I don't know, that's trippy. Um, thank you to all the troops everywhere and definitely all the troops in uh america thank you so much i much love to you all and you know i i love all of them you know my my love is with troops and their families um the people at the top that manipulate the situation my my love is my love is with them too, but you know, that's where my critiques are. My critiques heavily lie with the people at the top manipulating the situation. So any critiques I have of the system are, are that. Um, and I have a lot of family in the military and you know, so, salute the troops. I would love to have some troops to use to spread love. Imagine if when we meet the love troops, oh my goodness. Once we get the love troops going, that's when we're really, you know, cooking with oil. <laughs> paper, yeah. <laughs> paper, yeah. So we're spreading love, man. We're spreading love, not war. You know, most of the uh, combat, like I said, isn't hand to hand. I've never been in war, but it doesn't feel like people are like meeting up and ah, 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 ah. Like fighting like they are in the movies. Like, or, you know, you're getting up and you're having like a shootout. Like, that doesn't seem like the thing that's happening. If it is, that is terrifying. But it feels like that's like a very low percentage of what it's about. And it's more so like pump faking, like you're about to do something, occasionally doing things to show that you will. And then, but like, it's not really like, oh yeah, my 100,000 people versus your 100,000 people. And we both like duke it out. It, I just that can't be uh, what it is it, with like very large countries. Uh, you know, it's much more feels like computers and drones and like faraway bombs and like boats and like airplanes and stuff like that. Um, which is wild and which makes it basically a money game. You know what I mean? This is where we're gonna start really talking about it, which is wild. Um, it makes it basically a money game because it's not about who can fight the best. It's about who can spend their money, you know, on the best tools to make it look like they can fight the best, first and foremost. And then it's about, at some point, maybe having to use those tools to actually defend, uh, but, and then it's about who you're teamed up with, you know, allies and all of these things. And oh my goodness, right? So it's like, when we start talking about that, it's like, how do we even get drawn into this? We meaning like you and me and the country and us having to care about it when like, yo, you still dealing with coronavirus, like gentrification, like, uh, like, you know what I mean? We're still dealing with stuff over here. I paid for, yeah, so, we're like, whoa, the Ukraine, I, I, I haven't even been out of the country in, in a couple years, a year, because of the whole pandemic. So you're telling me this is, 
at least this is where this is where my mind goes when um, thinking about that, you know? <laughs> Paper, yeah. Uh, what's up? Thank you. Thank you for the vote. Um, so it becomes a money game. Now, I did some research for the podcast. Yes, I know. I did research. And less than 10% of the United States military is in combat. Which is wild to me that less than 10% are people that are even supposed to be fighting. You know, the rest of people are people that like, they're not, they're just not even, it's not what they're supposed to be doing. So, um, you know, the overwhelming majority are people that aren't even fighters, you know? And again, that goes back to my point about war not really even being about fighting. You know, it's about this whole other thing. It's basically a money game, which is the whole craziest part. It's a money game. It's a branded money game. It's basically a boxing match. With like almost a direct um, analogy of the boxing match. I don't really feel like breaking that down right now, but like it's almost a direct analogy, even to like how boxing matches, they like strategically put them like race against race or like nation against nation. Um, so yeah, but it's a money game. Uh, I don't know how the money and... Anyway, okay, maybe not the best analogy, but something there. Yo, thank you for buying a badge. Most Wanted Fifi, thank you for buying a badge. Shout out to everybody who supports by copying a badge, by sharing our page and all of these things. Um, be, that's that support, so much appreciated. Um, so less than 10% of the military is in combat. It's a money game, okay? Now, when I found this out in college, I was like, what? This, this was like trippy to me. This was stuff that just like, based on my high school mind, I did not know. I was not, I never, I never knew. But when I found out that uni the United States was a top weapons exporter, you know, from watching movies and stuff, you feel like, oh, it's all, they make it seem like it's all coming from, I don't know, the Middle East, or they make it seem like it's coming from some Eastern European place, or uh, North Korea is where all of the, like, guns and, that, like, all the stuff is coming from, but it's like, no, it's actually coming from the United States. We're the top, uh, we're one of, pretty much the top weapons exporter in the world. Exporter, meaning we send out, we sell, we have companies, private companies, like uh, that sell weapons more than pretty much any other country on the planet, right? Uh, and we support many of these companies and many of these companies own other companies. So like when you're buying X company, I'm not gonna call any company out right now, but when you're buying X company, you're also supporting this major weapons dealer. 
uh, something like as simple as I'm, I'm not gonna <laughs> paper, yeah. So, so breaking it down more so. So the stock market, I can say this: the stock market um, is. the stock market is basically based on weapons and a large part of it saying it's based on it meaning a large part of it is um you know has to deal with weapons dealing because since one of the united states is a top ex weapons exporter and this is a trillion dollar industry right multi-trillion dollar industry the weapons industry it was probably more than that i mean i, I mean a year right um <clears throat> since it's that expensive you know the stock market and we as a country and so many people get paid when anyone goes to war isn't that trippy this might be, some of you already know this and you get it and it's like, that's not really like news to you. But to some people, they don't understand that. So like the United States is at such a place where they've cornered the market on war. So basically like anytime we go to war, they make money. So many people in this country make a ton of money. Is that a bad thing? I'll let you answer that. <laughs> Paper, yeah, I'll let you answer that. I don't think it's a good thing, um, but some people are like, ah, oh, free market, da, da 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 you know, war is a natural thing, da 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 I'm not trying to talk about it this uh, casually. I'm just trying to break down like what's going on here. This is uh, about love, not war. This is like a political podcast, you know. Uh, it's also inspirational, but this is one of our political episodes. So I, I got to balance it out. You know, I can't, every episode can't always be the lovey dovey, uh, stuff. And this is a lovey dovey one. This is the most lovey dovey war one I think we're going to get. But again, when I talk about love, some of the realest love is real love. It's honesty. It's, um, it's forgiveness. It's understanding, you know, and, uh, it's truth, you know, and it's unconditional. Um, I'm going to break down love one day, too, and talk about, why, on, on a podcast, and talk about why they really, the marketing idea of love and then God's actual idea of love, you know. One day, we're going to actually break that down, right? That's We're going to do that one day. Um, ha, paper, yeah. Love and war goes together. That's a very, uh, Bruce Breeze 85. That's a very interesting way of putting it, remixing what we are saying. Love and war goes, go together. I mean, they definitely go together. Um, and I'm so passionate about having knowledgeable, strategic love. Uh, ooh, that's a good... Maybe that's a good name for a mixtape. That's like my kind of like my introspective, introspective, vindictive, detective, so selective mixtape. Um, strategic love. It's important because the people making war, 
the people making war actually are, um, you know, the people making war actually are very strategic. So the people making love, like myself, we got to get strategic. That's why I am. People are like, why are you running for office? Why are you doing this? Why are you protesting? Why are you making music? Why are you doing the podcast? Why are you writing books? Why are you doing movies? Why are you uh, doing all these things? It's like, oh, yeah. The whole point of this, right, is that we got to be strategic in what we're doing because the, the people for negative are doing that, you know? And so that's my whole point is um is being strategic you know and spreading love so the art of love i should write that okay i like that i like that shout out to y'all for the book ideas um yes and and if you want to write a book on i see you most one fifi if you want to write a book go for it again we have a bunch of motivational episodes where we're talking about you gotta do what you want to do uh, you got to be what you want to be, you know, you got to can't be afraid to uh, you can't be afraid to do what you want to do, you know, um, and I am um, removing this person from the live. OK, <laughs> paper. Yeah, you guys see we get we get all types of hate. Uh, even in our live video, somebody making uh, several hate comments. But listen, uh, we're focused on the love. Um, and that is an important thing. But again, we have to be strategic with our love, which is the whole point of this. Now, uh, where were we? Listen, you guys are like taking me away from the, the, the real sometimes. Um, I was talking about we get paid when they go to war. So it's it's almost like you see um, the president and you see these people calling out the fact that we're going to war and calling out the fact that there's war overseas and they have a problem with it. And I'm sure deep down they don't like it, but there's a lot of people clapping their hands and excited at the fact that we are going to war for the simple fact that they know that that's gonna make markets rise. They're gonna tell you that it's a bad thing and it's not good, da 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 da. What's it gonna do? It's gonna create instability and da da da. That's what they're gonna say. That's the normal song and dance, but uh, the usual suspects have already set it up for their things to be in place. They already have stuff set up for their things to be in place to make a ton of money off of this. And it's not gonna be just right now, it's gonna be for years and years, it's gonna be for decades to come. Every war is sets them up to make money for decades to come. This is not a year flip. This is like a 20, 30, 40, 50 year flip. The, the each and each domino creates so much money. I mean, like, think about it. 9-11 was 2001. The war on terror was that next year, that same year or next year. And is it over yet? Yeah, it's still going on 22, 23 years later. Salute to all the troops and everyone that has been a part of that, like, and everything they've done. And there's some of the main ones who talk about it and call it out. And we see it in the internet age now. There's some of the main ones that are like, yo, what was going on here? Um, 
right? And, but the whole point is people made a ton of money. Politicians made a ton of money. They're able to invest in these companies. They see these things happening. They know when the war is about to happen. And they're able to simultaneously invest in these companies or own these companies. Well, investment is a part of owning. But literally own these companies and uh, position themselves to win contracts and bids to if it's rebuild during the aftermath of a war, if it's to sell weapons uh, at the beginning of a war, if it's to uh, get money for contracts to uh, research ideas for weapons, research ideas for military strategies, years in the future, right? Um, this, these are all things that are happening that support something that we call the military industrial complex. All right. And um, I'm again, I'm breaking this down because I'm about love, right? I'm about love, Paperboy Prince. I'm spreading hug. Listen, the military industrial complex. The reason that we're talking about that at the top of this is to show how, um, you know, hey, these are all ways that they make money from it. Now, these are like kind of like the most tried and true traditional ways. Um, and there's so many ways, right? Again, the stock market and companies way, the investment way, which I mentioned how so many companies in America are, um, that we are one of the top exporters of weapons. So just by anybody going to war, it's therefore a benefit of us. I'm breaking this down in the most simple way uh, for you all, you know, because... There's so much deeper we can go into it with facts and figures and examples, but we're just kind of like having a conversation about making love instead of war and, and really like talking about what they do in hopes of being able to, in hopes of being able to surpass this and uh, ascend. Uh, like we, we don't want to keep living on this plane. We want to live on a, a higher level of developmental thinking, you know, a higher consciousness, right? So we're breaking this down and showing you what's going on in this low vibrational consciousness right now. This very, very low vibrational consciousness. So, so we can show you how to go to a, how we're gonna take it to a love consciousness uh, instead of this war consciousness. Like, war is so natural to us, right? Like, Thank you, Paperboy. They tell us that war is so natural to us. But that is a... That is a... Uh, Low-level consciousness. <laughs> Paper, yeah. So... The military industrial complex. I broke it down before, but I'll say it one more time. It's basically the the ability. There's so many ways of it, but the few ones that we're talking about right now are them being able to sell contracts. Um, um, excuse me, get contracts to uh, develop weapons or research for weapons it's them being able to um, get the contracts to rebuild certain areas a war torn 
locations, uh, whether that be literally rebuilding, whether that be transporting materials. There's so many things. Like there's anything to start a, a place over that you would need, the contracts for that. There's so much money in it. It's a ton of money. It's an unfathomable amount of money, right? This is like to try to restart a civilization. Civilization. <laughs> Paper, yeah. So, um, so this is terrible. And like, you know, what, how is this allowed to happen, right? The way it is allowed to happen, one of the main ways that it's allowed to happen, which I, which is crazy, is like, and this is the main reason that I'm telling y'all, please, thank you for supporting Paperboy Prince for mayor, for Congress, for governor. One of the main reasons I'm doing this and the main job of a congressperson, right, is to be a vote voting representative of American citizens in Congress over the budget. They have a pretty large say over the budget and basically what they have is a vote. Our vote, so when you vote, for a congressperson or senator, you're basically voting for them to be able to do whatever they want and vote so we can know what we're spending our money on. Basically, right now, we're spending most of our money on war. <laughs> I'll pay for it. yeah. It's not black people, it's not schools. It's not gay people, it's war. It's not coronavirus, it's war. We're spending most of our money on war. And it's like, are we even at war? I haven't seen a bomb yet, you know what I mean? Here, which I don't want to, I definitely don't want to. And I understand that protection is like way more complex than just like what you would see in a movie. Um, and defense, defense is way more complex than, you know, uh, a guy in army fatigue shooting a gun. I know it's more complex than that. But for us to be spending most of our money on war, it's insane. So the plea the call to action, the message of this <laughs> paper, yeah, is love. If we can spend, and I looked it up, listen, Paperboy Research, yeah. <laughs> Paperboy Research, yeah. I looked it up because I knew he was going to touch on this point. If our military budget, we spend $705 billion, 2021, Congress approved uh, a $705 billion, roughly $705 billion budget for uh, defense. $705 billion. If we got $705 billion for war and military, which again, I love the troops. Shout out to all the troops. I love the troops. Every single troop, if you were here, I would hug you and kiss you. If that's what you were, if you were down with that, and open, I, I love them. Again, the people at the top is who are my critiques are for. The people at the top, not the troops. 
But if we got all this money for war, $705 billion in 2021, that's just America alone. That's just this country, America. If we have that much money for war, where's our money for love? How much are we spending on the love budget? I see how much money we got for the war budget. How much money we got for the love budget? I looked it up. It wasn't a lot. It was zero. It was zero. I, I, we got $705 billion for the war budget. That's just in 2021 alone. We spending that a year. With inflation, it goes up every year, 10 billion every year. The proposed budget right now by Biden is close to $722 billion for war in 2022 alone. And that wasn't with the idea necessarily of going of, of the this war that's happening in Ukraine. So it might be more than that. How we got all this money for war, 705 billion, but we don't got 705 billion for love. They don't even got a billion dollars for love. Think about that. It sounds funny, but it's not. Make love, not war. How do we have $705 billion in 2021 for war? but not for love, not a billion dollars for love, not $10 million for love. I'm spreading love in the community. I'm on a block. I'm spreading unity. I'm being positive. What they gonna do to me waving that stick? This isn't new to me. I'm in a trap. I'm spreading love. I'm in a hood. I'm giving out hugs. I'm with your friends. They want some love. They need some more. This ain't enough. <laughs> I pay for yeah. I'm being serious. Zero dollars for love. And the facts are there that we need it. Babies crying. Elders hurting. Kids confused. Teens confused. Young adults hurt. Older people traumatized. And we don't got no money for love. This is exactly why we're doing what we're doing. If they didn't know, now you know. Come on now. We need something for love. I looked up our education budget for 2021. I looked up our education budget for 2021. 66.6 billion. The whole America, I'm speaking like this on purpose so you guys feel it. The whole America spent 66.6 billion roughly, roughly on federally. <laughs> I should be more specific. Federally. We spent $66.6 .6 on education. Zero dollars for love. Now, that $66.6 compare that to the $705 billion we spent on military. 
705 billion military, 66 point billion, 66.6 billion for education. That's federally. Just in um, New York City, y'all know I ran for mayor. I'm spreading love in the city. Uh, I'm running for. They said that we couldn't do it, but you see, we did. You know, I ran for mayor. And in New York City, the numbers that they spend on schools roughly is about 38 billion, roughly. I gotta double check, is that, if that's annually? But I remember that the number's pretty high. The budget, nah, don't quote me on that one. That one I'm, I'm recalling from a long time ago. But the, my point is New York City schools budget alone. I know for a fact that New York City has the biggest public school system in the country, dare, and dare I say the planet, um, but it's one of the largest, so it's a hefty uh, schools budget. We need more money for love. We definitely need more money for schools. And many of you have asked me to break down schools because you loved when I've talked about schools before. So we're going to do that. We're going to talk about schools and futuristic schools and what I mean by that one day. Um, but we need more money for love. Yo, I see a comment from Renalyn says, and the arts which promote empathy and love is the first to be deprioritized and defunded in schools. Exactly. Exactly. It's like when you're a kid, I remember being a kid and I didn't even know much about schools or funding, but the first time I ever heard anything about funding or schools or not having something with funding was when it related to like arts and like playing music and like anything that seemed cool. Like they definitely didn't have money for that. I was like, huh? Huh? I, what? That doesn't make sense. That's the stuff that's going to keep people in a positive light. That's the stuff that's going to keep people spreading love. Okay, so there was a couple more points that I wanted to make in our spread love, not war talk. I should have pinned the comment. I get right into these and I don't pin. So I'm going to start pinning. And I have a second phone too. Um, okay, we're going to wrap this up. <laughs> Paper, yeah. So a couple more points. One of them was that video games, selling video games, and you know the 13 year history of Call of Duty, so many other games. Uh, one, they're massive recruiting tools for military, the military. They're also amazing for selling guns, right? And um, the gun lobby in general, which I'm all of, I'm not, this isn't about that. This is not about that. I'm talking just about war. Um, in a macro sense more so but but as I take a sip of water but yes it normalizes that militarized mindset and just it goes back to what I was saying at the beginning of this show. Um, it normalizes the thought that 
war exists and is something that should exist and is normal to exist. Because you're like, huh. Like, again, I've never lived in a war-torn place, thank God. And thank everyone that has helped to protect us and all of that. Never lived in a war-torn place. Uh, never hoped to. And, but I still, it feels like a reality because of movies, right? Where you see a lot of movies about war that, again, this is another part of the military-industrial complex. People get, like, the rights to war heroes and people that did all of these things um movies we talked about video games i mean you know music right music <laughs> music pushing guns and and the feeling like you always can get shot like there's a whole thing about the fear of getting shot i don't what is the what is that called this is something I want to Google because I want to know. Fear of getting shot. What is that called? Not shots, shot. Hoplophobia. Hoplophobia is a common phobia as weapons are deadly. Common triggers of haplophobia are hearing about gun-related deaths on the news and seeing shootings in the movies. Yeah. So, like, it's a real thing. Like, people get, you know, just... There's a reason that they push guns in movies. Like, there's an over-representation of guns in television and music. You hear about guns in music. You hear about guns on TV, like on the news and uh, in movies and TV stuff. You hear about it way more than it's actually happens in real life. Now, for certain people in certain places, <laughs> I'm going to keep it a buck. Right? You're like, nah, paper boy, I, I, I heard gunshots last night. For certain people in certain places, yes, that it is more of a reality. But as far as it being something that is directed at you, now, for most of history, um, it, it, let me let me rephrase that. Let me step back and rephrase that. For during our current history, it's pretty safe. In fact, gun violence is down a lot since the '80s. A lot. Um, but you wouldn't know that. You would feel like you could get shot at any time. And, um, oh man. So I think this is a good place to stop because now I'm, I'm not talking about war as much. I'm, uh, you know, we're starting to talk about just guns in general and like the, that part of the military industrial complex, which I don't want to pick on right now because I, I would want to do that with so much care and, uh, and clarity because I guys the whole point of me doing this is I'm not gonna be parroting what other people have said and what other people talk about and do I really would much rather feel like give a fresh honest true perspective and not just try to like say whatever the liberals want to hear or say whatever the you know Thank you, Paperboy. The the cancel culture people want to hear. Like I, I want to have actual 
data and honesty when I talk about some of this stuff more broad, you know, more specifically. So, <laughs> paper, yeah. Y'all ready? So, thank you so much. Um, again, like, we got some dope merch out right now on paperboyprints.shop. Um, the Love Gallery, I'm going to be headed to the Love Gallery, Love Gallery later today, doing some new events there, um, and got some dope fashions coming in. I'm, you know, making clothes too, um, and working with some dope new designers. Mutual Aid, got a lot of dope mutual aid. And uh, yeah, so if you want to volunteer for that, if you want to volunteer for our campaign, let me know. Let me know. Uh, all right, it's time for me to, to get on about my day. Thank you all for joining the show. It's been a fun one. Um, as always, I try to keep my live stored in the video section here on the gram so you guys can go back. And then uh, as far as this, this is a live episode of the Paperboy Prince podcast. So it will be on all streaming platforms, Spotify, uh, Apple Music, uh, several other Amazon, several other streaming platforms as well. Um, so and we're going to be doing more stuff on YouTube too. Right now it's not on YouTube, but soon it will be. So maybe you're listening to this on YouTube. I don't know. <laughs> Paper, yeah. Yo, I do want to say on a separate note, just on a life note, um, I was like in the studio last night making some music and I felt good. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. So get ready for that. Oh, oh my goodness. It's signature time too. We got to get signatures to get on the ballot. So if you want to help us hit on the ballot, let's get you registered to vote and then let's make it happen. All right. Okay. Listen, I love you so much. Um, I know this was a more heavier episode, but that was the point of this platform. You know, it was to not shy away from these topics. It was to kind of like take a, sec take a second to break it down. So I'm happy we were able to do that. And um, again, if you guys want to get into it, head on over and follow and rate the podcast on um, whatever platform that you listen to podcasts on. The Paperboy Prince Podcasts. Thank listen you, Paperboy. And, and yes. All right. Talk more soon. Ha, <laughs> paper. Yeah. It's our time. Uh, sticking to the script like a paperclip. A lot of people hating on me. Want to get paperclip. Asking God to cover the front of my body like an apron. Produce my bi environment. I ain't come from Ableton. How you go this far? Ha, <laughs> paper. Okay. Let me stop trying to spit bars at the end of the show. Listen, I love you all so much. It's our time. I'll talk to you soon. Uh, Paperboy 2022 is in full effect. All right. Thanks. Peace.